Hello and welcome back to How to Break an Artist. This is just a quick content warning. We cover topics around mental health and you'll hear me in quite an emotional state. Just wanted to let you know in case you find this sort of thing difficult to listen to. With that said, let's jump right in. Life. Hello everybody and welcome to what could be the intro of episode two, where we're going to talk about social media and... I'm going to surprise Finon with some really, really good life-changing news I've had. And it's really thanks to Finon and all of you who've been listening. This has happened and I honestly could not be more grateful um, for what I'm about to tell you. And thank you. Anyway. I'm going to fucking send him the link now anyway, Zoom. And yeah, we're basically going to talk about some of the stuff that's happened since we've released this podcast. Um, I've been inundated with messages from artists, from fans, um, and it's been just extremely validating, overwhelming. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm speechless. I literally am speechless with it. Ah, Grant, there he is. Yeah, you can hear me, yeah? Yeah. I hear you now. Anyway, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, God, so much to tell you. And I just, I really want to um, just read you some things I've been sent. Like loads of fucking fans being in touch. It's it's mad. I'm so fucking proud of the two of us for, for getting this far and for doing it. And it's it's exceeded my expectations already. Um and 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 it's it's doing exactly <laughs> what we wanted to do, which is good in the in the world and in the industry. Yeah. No, I'm fucking on cloud nine, man. I cannot believe the last couple of days. Like, um, that blew my mind this week. So this episode that we're about to record, like, has compl- my mind, my my view on things has completely shifted, and I've come in with a totally different attitude, and we'll get to that. Mm. But I just want to read you through some of the things that I've been sent this week that you wouldn't have seen because they're coming to my Instagram from either fans or whatever. Um, yeah. So I told you, first of all, like my fucking teenage hero got in touch with me, Greg Holden. Yeah. And he commented on the thing and he's like, wow, I'm right with you, bud, or whatever. And then he gets on and he says, I'd love to talk to you on your podcast, buddy. And he feels broken too. He, I hope he's up for it. You know, an in-depth conversation about why he's broken. Who is he? Uh, he's oh. he. I found out about him via YouTube. I, I would have been watching his videos way back when. I was really inspired by him as a songwriter and as a artist. So I'd love. There's loads of questions I'd like to ask him from around that time. He's also been a songwriter. It was just like I can't fucking believe that. I mean, like, like you doing this podcast, saying sixteen-year-old me would yeah. be fucking blown away. Like, sixteen-year-old me mm. is bursting inside. From 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 hearing from this dude, and I just honestly yeah. didn't think that feeling still existed in me, and I thought it had been completely destroyed. But him, fans, you, you fucking brought it back, and yeah, honestly, makes me want to cry. <laughs> and anyway, another one. Hi, um, Alfie. I just saw your podcast and learned about the band's demise at the same time. Wow, I hope you're doing okay and doing well. We pulled the plug on our band. It was a difficult decision at the time, but we needed to do it in order to move on with our lives. Wishing you the best of success with the podcast and looking forward to listening in. You should hear this stuff as well. 
Um, isn't it? Isn't it? Jesus. Another guy here, Australian musician. Hi, mate. I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hey, mate, just listen to the first episode of How to Break an Artist. Love the episode and going to keep up with it. I'm an artist that grew up in Australia. Found your first ever music video, Chasing Ruby's Acoustic, in front of the amps and have followed ever since. I moved over to London and I'm at breaking point. <sighs> God, it's so fucking heavy. Like, oh, God. I'm at breaking point being hundreds of thousands in debt to a label who hasn't got me anywhere near far near far enough for the money spent. Gave me a bit of solace in the fact I'm not the only one in this situation. It's kind of a fuck, fuck around because it's kind of taken the excitement and love I had for trying to make make it in this gig. And I never thought I'd lose that. It's just... Looking forward... I know. Looking forward to hearing the rest of your story and as, as a long-time fan, hope to hear some more of your music soon, mate. Oh. It really... And I'm a real crier. You'll find that out. You know. I've never seen you cry. Well, I've held it well. I've cried at everything. Music. I cried at your song. Um, emotion. I, I, it, I, and I, I don't mind it. I'm really not embarrassed of it. I used to be, but yeah. I'm not anymore. It's, it's a good way to let it out and let it out in the moment. But it, whether nah. whether this stays in or not, I don't know. Anyway, um, we got more from... Yeah, Ellie and Nick on. Like, it's been... They're so wholesome. Aren't they? <laughs> Jesus Christ. They, like, they warm you up when they you look at them. They are just <laughs> gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Um, another one, a photographer. This was a really interesting, really interesting take. Uh, he said, gave it a listen earlier, dude. Really looking forward to hearing the rest of the story. I heard bits and pieces of your story over the years, and it's nice to hear your side of it. My heart goes out to you and res- respect you immensely for speaking. And then he went into saying, seen so much of it myself, in my side of things, and I always feel guilty of charging artists when they're making so little. It's why I have to hold down an IT job on top of it all to pay rent. And I found that very interesting because it touches on what we've spoken before, like artists, if you pay artists, they're going to fucking spread the money around. Yeah, literally. That's what I'm trying to do at the moment. Like literally just trying to get my photos for my thing and my, and I'm like, I have a tiny budget and my weekly budget, like half it's spent on a photographer a week ago. And it's like, but it's all going to artists doing their yeah. craft. Whereas, you know, other other people in music don't spend money this way, as we know, and they waste it. And um, anyway, it's a real shame. Uh, another one uh, from a young artist, it seems. His name's Shane. Really love this man. Thank you. Starting out now is tough as fuck, but the advice is real. I'll be careful. Another long-time Hudson Taylor fan just listened to the first episode. It's made me so sad to think when myself and other fans thought we were supporting you, buying records and gig tickets, etc. We were only making a small dent in a debt, and I'm so sorry to hear you were struggling so much in those times. Jesus Christ. God. It would have been the same back in the day, like yeah. buying the fucking vinyl of the thing, because I'm like, because vinyl is the most money. It must, I know mean, you're going to fucking find out why it's getting me so emotional, but uh, it must, it must have been tough having some of those interactions with his fans. God. I'll have a little breakdown, let's play this. Not all of it's going to stay in, but I'm going to ask her, can I play it? Because the last thing has been, it's, it's not stopped ringing in my head. Hi Alfie. Firstly, I want to say well done on the podcast. It's so beautiful and also so needed and... 
I don't know if you're ever going to have, like, small guests on or whatever, um, but if you ever wanted me to talk about my experience, especially with my management, who broke up with me because my mental health was too much of a burden, even though I'd just been on a three-month tour, and it was basically because I wasn't sending enough songs, but every time I would send a song, they just wouldn't listen to it. They very much knew from, not the outset, but from kind of the beginning that I had mental health problems. I told them I'm diagnosed with bipolar, um, and I really trusted them with that, especially with my uh, non-existent relationship with my father. I found that my manager kind of took in that role, which was very not, not healthy, I guess. But yeah, when he sat me down, he said, and this is very true for your podcast, he said to me, you need to destroy a person for them to create. And I just think that's so... I mean, it, it stopped me from doing music for five years because I lost all the hope in myself, um, which I've just finally kind of found again. Um, anyway, oh my God, uh, I'll send you the email that I sent to him because he looks after like Peter has a known mental illness um but anyway i just wanted to say that i really resonate with your podcast and thank you for being so brave and putting it out there because it's definitely a part of the industry that isn't spoken about because artists are too scared um but anyway if you're ever thinking about having guests i'm more than happy to uh talk about it and i don't want any promotion from it i mean i can be uh anonymous if that's better anyway well done and hope to speak to you soon what the fuck uh, i feel really bad for her hearing from her really made me think like like i have whatever up a bit of a platform and i've had a lot of luck in my career to an extent and i'm literally in the fucking five percent of musicians who have done some of the shit that i've done yeah and 95 percent of musicians haven't got to do it and they have experiences like this and nobody fucking gets to hear them or understand them and um they're squashed they're, they're completely squashed. squashed and their dreams are crushed and like her voice that last one there god yeah it really is and it's just made me go like this is the purpose of the podcast and like yeah people need to people need a people need to hear this stuff about the creative industries because um it's not gonna last um and and it's it's it doesn't need to fucking happen simple as you know there's money there in music billions is being made in music and um, it doesn't have to fucking be this way. I, I And here's another one. And this is, uh, I mean, a complete game changer for us as a podcast. Um, this is from a friend of mine who ha would have been a longtime fan of the band. Anyway, he gets on to me. He says, hey, Alfie, hope you guys are well. Mind you, having just listened to the first How to Break an Artist podcast. God, it's going to get me going again. <laughs> 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 that question feels dire. We want to help with your podcast. Your experiences, backstory, etc. Must be heard. And not... Uh, sorry, sorry. Let me just fucking get my shit together. Your experience... Sorry, I'm going to go again. We want to help you with the podcast. Your experiences, backstory, etc. Must be heard. So maybe the artist is listened to and not the art. So 
what can we do to help with this? Can we sponsor the podcast somehow? You can't live on bread alone, as they say. Best wishes to you and Gabrielle. And please let us know what... Uh, please let us do what we can. You're a good man, Alfie, and a wonderful artist. I don't know what's that going to mean, but like just the gesture is just like, yeah. as someone who's not a musician who has come to an understanding, it's like completely... That's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Um, so yeah, That's, we might Jesus we might Christ. be able to catch you a working microphone if you know. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just really, well, really, 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 really been overwhelming, and and like yeah, I hope hearing me like yeah. hearing me like this actually shows, and I'm not fucking bullshitting you. This is this is the real article, as you know. If you know, I I even heard see me crying before or whatever, but no. I think get a real microphone and dialect lesson. So <laughs> Not at all. The rain in Spain. Elocution, <laughs> <laughs> you know, lessons. I learned how to speak good. Yeah. Again, another famous Irish artist. Hey, bud. Lovely listening to your voice on the pod. It's an important and engrossing lesson. Hope you're keeping well. Um. This is mad, man. It's... There's people I know as well who all over the world, like Texas, Australia, UK, Ireland, everywhere. Just listen to it. It's crazy. Honestly, I had I had doubts before we put it out going, do you know what? Yeah, it's bad, but like are people really gonna think it's bad? Because just because it's so I don't know, I minimize it, you know, uh in my own head. And I, I, I don't know. It's it's been so so refreshing that uh God, it actually had an impact with people, and they understood. Um, Impacted me, like my confidence, my mental health has improved. Good man. Good. Well, honestly, like, you've you're speaking so well. You got such a head on your shoulders. I couldn't. I uh, yeah, really, really, really proud. Proud of how you're doing this and dealing with it all. It's so um, it's so cool. Um, new. Oh, it's been new. I don't know. But uh, it's been your perspective is so important, and I'm so happy you're on this because I, I don't ask the same questions as you I have blind, I have blind spots I have all this stuff you know you're, you're you yeah. ask really good questions you're curious you, you genuinely want the best the best for for the art and the artists and yeah fucking power to you and that's honestly this is just the tip of the iceberg requests I've got loads more messages from fans and I'm really sorry if I didn't get there Um, I could go on and on and on but honestly it's been heard and I'm so grateful there's been so many people talking to me about it as amazing, well. like, even amazing. just there uh, i've known you for ages so i wasn't sure what was clear what wasn't but it was a lot of like i can't like i can't believe the minus 50 year old yeah i wouldn't we i thought he'd be really well off and stuff like that and i was like you know i found the text i found the original text and i was like here alfie if you want to tell they just made me a sandwich um no way <laughs> And like, my sister's like, you're a fucking stalker. <laughs> well, honestly, I think um, all of this stuff we should share. I've, but it's got me. I was totally ready to come in here today and, and go, fuck social media. It's a fucking big waste of time. And I hate it. And it's so stressful. And I've tried loads of different things and it's not working. And my view is completely completely changed it's fucking crazy it's crazy um you know i was almost about to convince everybody to go buy a nokia 3210 like uh, and just fucking give up on it and now honestly i couldn't feel more strongly about 
how powerful this tool social media can be for people yeah. and telling their stories and um that's i believe the best best thing we can do with it and use it for you know particularly artists for the good of music and the good of the art and the good of other people and fans you're about to fucking hear how fucking powerful you guys really are and use well you know um yeah yeah it's i've learned a lot um i mean hang on i got this one this one was an email i got from someone i know i'm gonna send it over to you i'd love you to read it out if you know as well because I, I don't know if i can handle it i'll send it to your email address yeah yeah on. what were you gonna say there it's just been so much it, like just like the effect of having it out and seeing people actually like interact with the industry in that way yeah got me to feel like at peace two weeks from a song coming out and not be like stressed my tits going where the fuck do i find my place it's like dude are there people who give a shit and absolutely and you speak people. so fucking well anyway i yeah. need to send you this email and i want you to read it out as soon as you see it here it comes do you get it Oh, what? Read it. Dude. Read it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Release notification letter. Here and after referred to as the writer of the one. What? Read the email. The publisher hereby formally notifies the writers of its intention to refrain from taking of the next option of the contract, whereas are hereby considered released from the obligations to the publisher. You're fucking released. Fuck off, man. You're fucking free. Yeah. As of right now, <laughs> I am a fucking independent, unpublished, unsigned fucking artist, and I could not be happier about it. And that is because of you. That is because of all the support, everybody getting behind it. And that is from being honest and it has not even fucking sank in to me yet um this happening and yeah i mean look i'd be gracious i am very very grateful for this happening and i can finally start building a life and a career in music from this position not being held back by a past mistake and yeah i honestly i have no words i am forever grateful one episode, man. One episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's why I'm so fucking emotional. Um, And, like, it's really powerful feeling. And I think we need to harness it and do as much good as we can with this. And yeah. tackle issues head on. And if you're an artist listening, I would really, really, really encourage you to do the same. If you believe in something, fucking talk about it and make it happen. I, I honestly... Yeah, I cannot, I cannot fucking believe. And if you're a fan and you believe in an artist, vice versa, you know, jump on, help them, see what you can do because we can really make change. We've proved it in one fucking episode and I am so excited for, for what's to come. I did, <laughs> as you see from the email, it's not because of the pod, you know, was it a, but, but to give people a bit of context, this is something that I've been very patient about. I have not 
as I told you in the interview, I didn't want to be in the band for years. And this deal, in a sense, kept me in it. And I chose to put my head down and work through it. And that caused severe issues in my life because of all the things I explained in the first episode. And I have asked nicely, I've begged, I have talked shit on the internet. Uh, We were going to be martyrs at one stage. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, yeah. I was like, fuck my career. (laughs) Oh my God. That's got to be so emotional. Uh, Man, it's fucking bonkers. And... You can write songs again. I can write songs. I've been, you know, people have been asking me to write me for years and I refused because I didn't like the situation where I would be organizing a session, writing a song, doing everything and giving away half of it um, and also not getting paid. Uh, It just doesn't seem fair. And I would be, I would even think about writing a song and that would come in. Imagine writing a song that way. Like imagine writing the songs that mean so much and then like that hanging over you since yesterday i looked at a good i looked at the guitar yeah. and i fucking burst into tears man i could there's no there's no nothing stopping me and uh, yeah it's just goodness gracious me i cannot fucking believe it that's just, that's real it really is my takeaway from it all is yeah i thought i was coming here to shit on social media and say it's all bullshit and don't engage but <laughs> what episode? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I need to use this platform that we have. How to break an artist? We need to use it for good. And yeah, I want to give me this voice now to other artists to tell because uh, it's it's a real release to be able to talk about this stuff and to feel understood. And I think that's what this where this what our listeners already are managing to accommodate. It's pretty coincidental that we put out a podcast and three days later we get dropped out of a publishing deal. Yeah. So one could one could perhaps conclude that the podcast is what done it. Do you know? Just go on, babe. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay. Hi, Fernand. How you doing? <laughs> Has he heard the good news? He's heard the good news. I've literally yeah. just been bawling my eyes out, babe. Aww. Same. Same as you know <laughs> as well. And I'm so fucking happy. Your songs are gorgeous and your song and your ability as a songwriter is so important and I haven't been able to feel the weight of any of it for so long. I'm just so fucking happy. Oh man, thank you. Honestly. I'm so you're a peer. That's the thing. And you've been a peer who can't do what they're mm. a peer doing. Yeah. And you've Jesus, it makes me so excited. It's it's crazy, man. My brain is like I'm like a different person. It's you seem you look at man, like I feel like there's been this kind of whatever front to get through it mm. and you finally be able to let it go that's been it's in in one week it's been fucking shattered and i couldn't be happier oh man i know so uh like obviously we could go in depth about how evil these companies are and all the other shit they're up to and whatever but i really think what i'd like to take away from this is that yeah look <sighs> let's be honest on here and let's be real with our art and our fucking what we have to say and think and talk about it because you're about the process like just like i've learned a thousand things over the last couple of weeks just in doing it people give a shit people would engage and, and do whatever like people actually would yeah it's a good cause 
fucking mad, man. Episode two is <laughs> social media and the power of it, and it can't, it can't really, it can't really do things. And um, goodness fucking me, when people actually find out the significance of what just happened in terms of the who's and the what's and the when's and the where's and the why, uh, they'll yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, there, there is really, there's a lot of power in this. So there's one thing I did want to talk about news wise and story wise, which has played played a massive part in me getting to this stage. And I have to give credit where credit's due to. Yeah, this is what really started my hope uh, for maybe one day getting out of this deal, which has just happened as we as we um, as we saw. And, and this is what's kept my hope alive for this whole podcast and, and social media in general. This is all thanks to the artist Ray. Who was signed yeah, to, yeah. to Polydor, the same same company as as I was. However, we were talking about yeah, this. our album took years to make, and we were signed, and thankfully, our album actually got put out. Mm. Well, it turns out that there's other situations that happen where the album never gets put out, and an artist can actually be locked into a thing where they can't release music because their label's not allowing it. They don't believe it's good enough or yeah. they don't believe it's the right time to do so. And Ray was obviously in this situation and felt like she had no other option. She was legally stuck in this contract. And I know how that feels and it's fucking horrible. And she had no other option but to talk to talk to social media about it. Like she's done it. She's paved the way for me to have this confidence to be yeah. able to do it. She simply said on her um, Instagram, oh, sorry, on her Twitter, she said... Uh, on the 29th of June 2021 she says I have been in a four album recording deal since 2014 and I haven't been allowed to put out one album all I care about is the music I'm sick of being slept on and I'm sick of being in pain about it this is not business to me this is so personal and that tweet fucking blew up and her fans set up a I'm looking at it here a petition change.org let Ray release her debut album after seven years started petition to Polydor Records on the 30th of June the very next day listen to this Polydor come back after that and they say this is from the official charts on their Twitter they've released it on the 30th this very same day as that petition Ray's record label Polydor to offer our full support following her claim that they won't let her release her debut album. So they're trying to double down and say, you shut the fuck up. We do support you and we're going to put out your album. What's the next article? If I can bloody only well find it. The next fucking article is fans fucking piled up. The industry piled, people piled on and Polydor dropped her. And I mean, you only need to Google the success of Ray's album that eventually did come out. Here's the Guardian, the Ray twenty, um, my twenty first century blues review. That's the name of the album, my twenty first century blues. Nine years on from her breakthrough EP, nine fucking years, the British artist is finally back on track with a new label and an artistic rebirth. The journey to a debut album has been almost a decade long for British singer Rachel Keane, aka Ray. First coming to prominence with the EP Welcome to the Winter in 2014, she released pop-inflected collaborations with everybody from producer Jax Jones to Charlie XEX, rapper Mr. Easy and house superstar David Guetta. A hit-making featured artist, Keane's own solo material has been uneven and in 2021 she provided a reason, alleging on social media that her record label Polydor had been holding back her first album for seven years. The much-anticipated release of her debut LP following her exit from Polydor heralds Ray's 
arrival as an independent artist. Her ear for a hook is apparent throughout its 15 tracks. I really agree. It's a really good album. Go and listen to it. My 21st Century Blues is Ray's artistic rebirth. Long may it continue. That's just a small little piece. She's gone on to fucking smash it. But that story has fucking kept me, gave me hope. I know you'll have a lot of important points to give people right now based on your release coming up in two weeks time and how like you had a plan last week. You were telling me about it and it's methodical and you were, you know, you were saying, oh, I'm getting excited. I'm going to talk about this. And has that changed now? What do you, has it? (laughs) Tell me what the plan was first. Um, I think like, there's an artist at the moment and their like social media plan, let's say is on point. It's just, it, I've never put on one of their songs and I don't think any of my friends have, but we all know who they are and what their song is basically. Okay. It works like the social media works. Yeah. You know, like it's like that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like those metrics, are like people knowing, but without actually being a fan. Yeah. And then I was just like, I announced the single and I was like, cool. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to like, I guess I'll post a few <laughs> Instagram reels. I don't know. Yeah. But I was just thinking like, I have this, what I think is this absolute sick music video. And I have this song, which I love. And I have stuff to talk about that's real. And as the kind of like, I know another week went by, you know, I'm less than two weeks from it coming out. And I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy like the fact it's coming out. It it I know the song. Yeah, basically that. I know the song. I know the song once it's out. Yeah. We'll, we'll have something. Yeah. People will listen to it either organically, I don't know, from this, mm-hmm. from my life, from a gay, I don't from whatever the hell someone will find the song. Yeah. And it will find its audience. Yeah. And it's not it's just the first one. And like my measure of success, um, it's like I guess internal, very it's personal internal and yeah. it, it, there's kind of like a, a hard line I've drawn um, and anything after that I'm like yeah but that makes perfect sense I mean you've had goals you've wanted to do this you've seen it through and this is like you finally get to celebrate all of that hard work and sadly because of many reasons you won't be able to get financially celebrate that for maybe quite a while but it's still it it (laughs) signifies longevity it signifies you know, doing this independently, figuring out what's right yeah. for you, and for that to be your first release, I'd be extremely proud of yourself because it's, it's, it's an amazing quality. The video as well, I think, yeah. Um, mm. It's. I got color grade yesterday. Oh man, cool. send it to me, will you? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> nice. Like, I um, that's the thing, and I and the, and the, what I'm enjoying at the moment, and why I'm not that fast is, um, on the what the seventeenth of November. My film will have played in its uh, its final festival. My song will be out. Deadly, man. Um, all these things will be uh, will have full stops. Yeah. And I've given myself the rest of the year then, and maybe the early part of next year to just take a step back, be fin on, yeah, arrive. And then, how does that manifest into what you would call a social media plan or release schedule? 
Um, like, do you, you, you still want to have a presence, even as wholesome as, as your thing sounds? Do you want to, <laughs> are you going to, are you going to partake in the hustle at all? And it's, I would, I'd mind completely no judgment at all if you do or, or don't. Well, I guess my thing is, um, I guess having post on social media when I was younger and, and like, and being, and being, and it being around the whole time, maybe I just, it feels like really ingrained just of being aware of it. Yeah. And, um, going from not boasting on it really to stepping into it is, is like a weird adjustment. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be an active thing that I'm always doing as I'm also trying to write, as I'm also trying to yeah. record. And just because like, for me, it's not where, where I'm measuring my success as a musician, but there will be things that I can post about and share that are like personal to me or mean something to me. The song behind the scenes of the video, behind the scenes of the song, like all these things. And I, for me, it was just kind of like, I'd rather post about it when the song is out because mm. then there's something to actually drive people to yeah but like for me at the moment like the pre-save thing i guess that was what made me decide is like from what i understand um the more people pre-save the more chances you get of getting the playlist and then the better your numbers are doing but for me it was just like i'm just gonna um let go of that for this and i'm going to just let the song come out i'll post about it like but then when it's out i have things to actually share yeah. that matter to me and then i know that as next year much more music comes out it's much there's a, there's actually things something to build off in the foundation what would you say is the one that everybody cares about there's like a playlist that happens on spotify every week um music further bingo basically the percentage of uh artists that actually get played on these playlists from those means that you were saying pre-saves yeah. and all the rest of it um is very low and it this suggests that most of the people on new music friday come from a handful of management companies who have relationships you know that there there's there are systems in place for that to happen i i would love to know the number of spots that are given to artists who manage to get a hundred fucking pre-saves whatever the hell it is but you know but everybody really cares about new music friday now and your placement on new music friday if you're on you know, in the top 20, you can tell everybody that and say, this is great. Yeah. And but who's heard your music? Yeah. Like I, I'm, there's so many areas on that, pl on that playlist that I check in, but I'm not going there every Friday checking. Yeah. Who's on music, music, music Friday. It's a lot to listen I think to. For me, it's a lot to listen. It yeah. is. You have your taste. Yeah. And, and I think that like, well, it might touch on what we spoke about last week as well, which was the fact you can say it. So it's not actually about yeah. the thing itself. It's about, how you make it appear, which go it's happening now. You there are acts right now in Ireland. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll phrase it like this. Last year there was an act, yeah, and that happened, and we talked about. Yeah. It. Now there's another act that is literally beginning the same. I can notice the same cycle. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. And it's social media is a big factor, and it's a lot of like the metrics of, um, like what someone who's not an artist would deem important. So like. The venues being sold out, but the venues upgraded. Like thing, being able to say certain things, basically, and this builds a hype once again. But that's media. that's the trap because it's it's not all it's hyped up to be, as we fucking no. know. As I told you last week, and people obviously people promote these ideas, these achievements, 
maybe so people want to get on board with them and support them and yeah. you know and that's great and it's one way of doing it but it hides away from the fact that there's a lot of problems in the industry and it goes back to this thing like yeah. I'm so, I'm so grateful to be on New Music Friday. I'm so grateful to be selling out shows. I'm so grateful. It covers us over and glosses over yeah. that there's millions of artists who aren't and also that the the money's mm. probably not all adding up and, you know, there's a disaster waiting to happen because these artists yeah. have, you know, signed away a lot of their rights or their or their, their profits to management companies and, and labels and stuff. And, and, you know, there are really good, healthy examples of these partnerships, but there's also unhealthy examples. It's a, it's a lot of what I feel. It's a, it's a lot of like people, social media and streaming, they seem, and maybe YouTube and stuff. They all seem like they're in this one category of like walking into a room that's just, you know, with no light yeah. and then trying to hit a target. Yeah. It's like, and I, everyone has to do that yeah. at a level. And, and then if you have a backing, someone turns on the light. And actually, like takes 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 the arrow and just puts it on very like yeah. That's how I view it. Yeah. But you know, if I'm walking into the dark room, like I'm not gonna fool myself. No. I'm not gonna go. Someone's gonna help me with this now. It's yeah. like no, like just candidly, where it's at right now, the, the likelihood of me getting on a playlist is just not like. Yeah. And I know the more there is there, the, the more chance there is. But I also the music's the music like, mm -hmm. and I think. That's the that's where the power is, I think. And I and and the thing is, like, the song could pick up and find its audience, and it resonates with people. Yeah, uh, you know, that's powerful, and I think it's more powerful than um, getting someone to pre-save something that they mightn't want to listen to, don't know what it sounds like, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. That was me. I was I didn't want to annoy people. Yeah, <laughs> by going pre-save, 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 and it's like there's shit going on in the world that is more important to be posted on yeah. stories at the moment. Yeah, and. I think last thing people want to see is me begging to praise Yeah. It. Yeah. What do you think about social media now if you were looking at new artists, you know, as an old dinosaur? So I fucking gave it a go, as you might remember or you might know. Yes. I remember you fucking hustled and hustled. During the pandemic, I thought, yeah. you know what? I'm not, I have to put this podcast on pause for legal reasons and I don't really want to be in my band. I wonder, could I do the social media hustle and create a little thing for myself as a songwriter uh, by yeah. creating these things called real songs, which I remember. I, them, I was, yeah, they're really good. Thank you, man. I remember do you? Okay. you were like, if you're not reels, man, I'm telling you, they're the next thing. And I was like, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> and, and that is because part of my experience within the industry. But then also um, I have a friend I used to play with him. Uh, he's a drummer and he is a very ambitious man he's even made it to the forbes 30 under 30 list he's a fucking proper proper sort of entrepreneur businessman and and yeah he would have been one of the guys to tell me uh look alfie reels tiktok it's all about this this was you know pre-pandemic he was he was absolutely um raving about this anyway he had this idea when tiktok and and reels and stuff was coming about and he noticed the rise of influencers and I suppose understood the power of social media and influencers and decided to try and create a way to connect influencers. And I hope I'm getting this right. And it's probably merged into something completely different since I last spoke to him. Not completely different, but it's streamlined, I suppose. And his aim was to anyway, connect artists and influencers. So influencers who are doing, you know, 
making cakes online, doing dance videos and stuff, could have an opportunity to be pitched music by artists and get so like sync licensing, like sync licensing for social media but for social, exactly and interesting other than social media you've got to pay for use of music if you want yeah and it's costly and it's costly you you know from movies if you want fucking you know uh mm. if you want some fucking famous artist song in your movie you got to pay for that a lot however influencers don't this man, Josh, has managed to create a situation where artists pay influencers for syncing their music onto their videos. That's so interesting. Case studies. Here we go. Look, so movies, new music releases. I would recommend going to their website here if you don't because Ray, escapism. So how we helped Ray achieve her first UK number one single with over 31. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. Well, I found an article here. This is on the Zebra. This is the guy I was talking about, Josh's website. And this is also the artist, Ray, who we were talking about previously in the podcast. And I think this episode has just fully come together and we can wrap on this. Ray's single, Escapism, came to our attention back in November 2022 when it was starting to pick up naturally on TikTok. And that could be because of her activity online. Do you know? Uh, anyway, and so she goes, so then he goes, we decided on the theme of dumb decisions to create music-centered content. We also decided to test a range of different sounds, including a sped up and super sped up version. So, wow, here you go. You would have heard that. I've heard sped up versions of music everywhere. Uh, and then anyway, he goes on to saying, the sped up sound started to be the most reactive. So we start, so we targeted our spend all into this sound. So they have taken her song, sped it up. It's ended up being way more popular. And, That's so and then they decide to run with that. So then he says, we also started noticing our creators beginning to be super creative with their content. Uh, so we started launching open brief phases and saw some amazing video. The results through just two challenges and a direct campaign, we achieved over 34 million views on the sped up sound. The knock on effect was a huge amount of UGC, user generated content with the sound achieving over 370,000 or more videos since we started our activation. Escapism ended up being Ray's first number one single in the UK. That's interesting. I mean, there you go. So he, I, so he, so he works, let's say, with things like TikTok, sound library, so when you're on TikTok and there is a sound you can use in your videos, he'll help it get trending and on the, on the place of it up and then then part that will go back and get the streaming numbers and the actual song streamed. that's very interesting i didn't know that there was a company that would actually do that i thought that was organic barbie movie like we're talking the biggest fucking releases musically and minions man. i know um and like it goes to show you yeah the level of what's going on here and what he's doing and and also that this exists and what you said yourself you assumed was organic but yeah. it's actually could be a little bit of fucking, you know, a little bit of something gone to the right TikToker and then they do something really creative with it. He's connecting them. But like what that creator influencer does, you know, is an art form and they are how they're, they're the person who's actually bringing the audience. That's the, that's that's what's another key. Go on. So once again, there's the label, there's the publisher, and they're supposedly the people who can break an artist, but they get these people in who are like outside of the company yes. 
to come in yes. and break the artist. Yes. What stops an artist from working with him directly and not on owning their masters? Well, I, I, the I signed up to his app years ago as an artist to, to uh, testing TikTok never I never really warmed to it so I didn't yeah. I didn't pursue it but I signed up to his ever app and I pay a fiver on and I would have credits and I would be able to send those credits to an influencer and get my fucking song on their you know fitness video and their makeup tutorial whatever that's interesting so I did have the option to do it however I think where a lot of his business has come from in the last little while is is labels looking to harness the power of TikTok and he's managed to be the middle person in all that so I come back to what I said earlier almost my perspective, I, 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 my perspective is just like, I know that there are people who make these things happen almost. I'm not going to burn myself out trying to make it happen on my own, especially at this point, because my to-do list is fucking massive, releasing independently. And it being the first one, there's just like a thousand more things to do and to like be vigilant of. And like, I'm really hyper aware throughout the whole release. These guys are fucking experts. You know, they're doing yeah. this. It's like... That's who you're up against when you're going. We're all fighting for the same small amount of space, playlisting, all of this yeah. stuff. But That's so interesting. we spoke about it last week. There's a community and there is a natural thing. But there are gatekeepers. There are things in place which yeah. can, it can really boost an artist's career, basically. Uh, so he's one of the people who will walk into the room and turn on the light. It's like going to the back. I'm going to stop. He's, I'm, I have to stop with these fucking metaphors. No, keep going. <laughs> keep going. It's like it's like it's like it's like looking at the back of the product. You look at the ingredients. You actually see how it was actually made. Like, yeah. It's like you can look it on the shelf and go, "Oh wow, that's shiny. That's lovely." And then yeah. You actually look into it and you're like, "This massive load of stuff." Yeah. And there's, you know, I don't know. It's like it's, if, if if all these if all this music is on the shelf, some of it has all this stuff been into it, and some of it's really organic. Yeah. And you know, there, but there's no rhyme or reason to get on it. I feel like there's a lot of people listening to this who either have what we know now there are people who are either feel broken as artists there are people who have just signed with their labels there are people who are independent and will be refusing to like what i would absolutely love is just like all these perspectives to be shared yeah. like if we won't share your name we won't yeah. even like you can do it anonymously like but I'd, I'd be so interested in the perspectives of depending on where you stand how you feel about these things um that just opened the dialogue absolutely because yeah again it's 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 we need to level the playing field here and uh put the power back in artists hands and that way everybody will fucking win do you know like absolutely everybody all creatives and labels like why do does one side of the team have to be making obscene profits and the other isn't it's yeah. like it's just completely wrong once it enough yeah like once enough money enough yeah. and like and i know, know it's like we're, we're actually going into fucking global economics and financial fucking like it but but that's it user the investors into this uh i know a lot of you are artists and whatever but uh, you know fans are listening as well and we're all a fucking team and yeah. we've power when there's a lot of us, look at what 2,500 people did for Ray signing that petition and yeah. sending it to Polydor. Well, she got dropped, released an album, you know, go on. Look what one episode did for you. Absolutely. So it's, it's been really touching. You know, we can see the names of who's, um, who donates on Patreon yeah. and then it translates to like seeing them interact on social media or the messages we get. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's it's a re it feels really personal. I didn't expect this podcast to go so personal in how it connects 
like absolute strangers with people I've never met. You saw how it affected me at the beginning of this fucking thing. It's, yeah. it's really, um, it's really, really, really incredible. And yeah, what stopped me for years on social media and going back to that. And again, what stopped this podcast since I was broken and what stopped me in my tracks was I thought nobody cared. I thought you're wrong. And I've been fucking proven dead wrong in the last three days. And I was actually proven wrong as soon as you walked up to me, you know, um, but particularly with social media, I've been completely proven wrong. And it's just a lesson in living as true to yourself as you possibly can be. And to, yeah, to try and be a force for good in this horrible fucking dark, deep world, you know, um, I know that's cynical, but <laughs> you know, you know me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just been a total, total game changer. And yeah, I'd love to hear what everybody's thoughts after this, after listening to this. And yeah, I mean, I really hope people are feeling what is clear to me, both of us are feeling from the last three days, do you know? It's so exciting, man. It's so fucking exciting. Like what a fucking episode. <laughs> I did loads of pre-roll before you fucking record. I was like, right, so here I am, listeners. If you're listening to this, I'm about to cough you on. I've got some big fucking news. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got There's so much in the news that happens in terms of the music industry, but it's the big, big players. It's Taylor Swift winning and it's like the weekend not submitting to the Grammys. And it's like these people with a lot of power doing things because they have the power. But like what happens then is the labels adapt and they change their contracts so artists can't do well it. look i wouldn't and... be surprised right if no artist signed in that same situation as i is allowed to make a podcast <laughs> would you be surprised well man i'd love to corner the market <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> um give yourself a big pat on the back now and um yeah that's gonna be so much hope like that that's just so lovely it really is man jesus i know Thank you for listening to this independent podcast.